This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 77 of the Wisdom of My Lessa Show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. And this is Sophia Yagela. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. Last week, we shared some tips for exhibitors to help with their preparation. Sophia is here today, and maybe she can fill us in on what buyers can do to prepare. Yes, the WESA directory is being mailed as we speak, and that will be the most important collection of information for buyers because it lists all of the important info And we recommend to use this as a starting point to prepare. For some of the newer buyers, will you walk us through what's included in the directory? Yes. So it starts with the buyer information, such as the trade show location and hours and the registration guidelines and the main events. But it also includes the president's message to welcome all the buyers to the trade show and, for example, also the award honorary bios. And next is an ad section that serves sort of as an inspiration. And then we list all of the exhibitor information. So that is the product lines, the categories, the names um, of the exhibitors and the floor plans. And again, if retailers didn't get one by mail, they can pick one up on site at the West Trade Show or call or email us to get a digital copy. Frank M. Light, his wife and seven children, made the move from their Ohio home to the mountains of Colorado in April 1905. They actually took a stagecoach from the train station in Walcott, Colorado, to Steamboat Springs. Light noted the town had no clothing store, a problem he corrected a few months later when on November 9th, 115 years ago this very day, he opened F.M. Light & Sons with $2,000 worth of merchandise. The business has remained in the family ever since, and today his great-great-granddaughter, Lindsay Dellenbeck, joins us to talk about the past, the present, and the future of this business. Our listeners who are also interested in dressage should be sure to catch the weekly episodes of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, which is the official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation. The show is hosted by two accomplished Grand Prix riders, Reese Koffler, Stanfield, United States Dressage Federation bronze, silver, and gold medalist, and Philip Parks, who began riding at an early age and currently works with experienced and beginning dressage riders in Canada as a trainer and a coach. Lindsay Dellenbeck, thank you so much for giving us the time today on the Wisdom by Wessa show. Mike, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Now, this is an historic day actually in the history of the company, isn't it? It is. This is actually the day that uh, FM Light opened his store 116 years ago. 
and it's been in the family ever since, and now today it's being run by you and your husband, correct? That's right. So FM Light was my great-great-grandfather. Um, FM was uh, stands for Francis Marion, but he went by Frank. And uh, he was my great-great-grandfather. I'm now the fifth generation, and my husband, Chris, and I are uh, owners and running the store. Well, I mean, this uh, this is a unique company uh, going way, way back. Uh, uh, the back background that I read, uh, he and seven children and his wife came from Ohio, took a stagecoach, ended up in Steamboat Springs, said, aha, there is no clothing store here, and the rest is history. Yeah, it, it, that's that's about right. You've you've done your research well. They um he did do a lot of planning. He actually rode ahead, wrote to the chamber, um came in and looked here and tried to decide um and and did some of his research before he showed up. So that's actually um sort of a big part of my family is doing the research and being entrepreneurial um and and he was the start of a lot of those things. Well, and clearly it's been successful from that point on, but as I do the research um, he was a pioneer in a lot of things that we take for granted today. For example, I think he was one of the first to actually provide in-home shopping when he loaded up the cart and went to ranches and farmers and other places uh, outside of Steamboat Springs. Yes, yes. Uh, so he was innovative in a lot of ways. He had a lot of different businesses, but um, one of the main innovations he did with our store is that uh, it's actually right before the Depression. Lots of people thought started when the Depression started, but actually right before he'd start loading up uh, samples in their trucks and going out to all the ranchers and um, letting them see the samples, pick out sizes, and then they come back and drop it off later. And it's great. We still occasionally get ranchers who come in the store who say, I remember when the FM Light truck used to come around. And um, yeah, definitely a innovative thing to do there. And also the signs. People in Colorado, especially <laughs> in your part of the country, uh, I mean, this gentleman understood the power of signage to like a score of 150. Yeah, so um, my grandmother, who is now 99, um, remembers when uh, her father, Clarence, started painting the signs um, in the late 1920s. Uh, she was about six at the time, I guess. And um, and he originally put up almost 300 of them, um, sort of within a 100-mile radius of Steamboat. And there's now about a hundred. Um, we've had we've lost some here and there, uh, but uh, we still try to take care of them. And I'm just so glad they did. Yeah, the, they were my great grandfather and my great grandfather, and that we've got some innovative people in my history. And uh, I'm just so glad they did such a good job of setting all of this up. I I hope I can continue on the legacy. I don't <laughs> think there's any doubt that you can. And by the way, and I saw this somewhere else. Uh, I'm not sure if it was tongue-in-cheek or not, but somebody talked about a slight change in the name to FM Light and Sons and Daughter. Oh, yes, that was me. I uh, It's always <laughs> been all the men in the family <laughs> who have, you know, been so involved in the store. And when I was in high school, I said, Dad, if I when I take over the store, I already had that in my plans. 
when I take over the store, I'm going to add and daughters and hot pink on all those signs. Why, why is it just and sons? It's got to be and daughters. But um, <laughs> I, I think the signs look great the way they are. So we'll, we'll leave off the hot pink for now. <laughs> okay, let's move now a little forward. And let's talk about your store and your business uh, and your market today. We love to keep the traditions alive and the history. And we see the store as more than just, it's not just a store. It's a it's so much more to us and we hope to the community as well. It's a, it's a vehicle for doing many positive things in our community. And then it's part of history and it's a fun experience for everyone who comes in is what we hope that uh, they come in. They have a great time. It's there's an experience, there's things to do. It's um, the same as they remember it 40 years ago. You know, we've got um, people who say, I remember when my dad put me, uh, up on the horse, we have a horse named Lightning that sits out front. Um, and they'll say, I remember when my dad put me up there when I was a kid and I have a picture and I'm putting my kid up there and taking a picture. And so we hope it's a reminder that some things never change in a place where people can come experience the Wild West still alive and well. We hope well, we're doing but that. At, but at the same time, you're in business to sell some product. And I presume we that do. means product selection. <laughs> it means utilizing today's marketing techniques. Uh, clearly, Steamboat is a destination city uh, for people who come and go, and you'd like them to take a bit of the West home with you. But talk a little bit about your product selection, uh, your inventory, and how you go about uh, selecting how and what and how much you carry. Sure, sure. Well, this year, of course, has had some challenges, but um well, we're always going to WESA twice a year, of course. And um, they, yeah, this year has been a little problematic with the, some of the shipping and the, and the supply chain issues. But uh, we have a buyer who's actually been with us for, I think, 35 years, um, Michelle Bachnick, and we just love her. And uh, my husband and Michelle and myself, usually included, we all come to the shows and uh, it's 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 always something new, right? I, I love to keep the old staples and, and carry through those same threads, but we love to see all the changes that take place. Um, and, you know, now our wall is full of, you know, the women's shorty boots and all those flat brimmed hats and, um, you know, everything comes and goes and it's, it's fun to see it come back around again. I think we've all seen that. And uh, yeah, it's, um, it's always interesting trying to keep everything stocked and, and, and up with the latest trends. The latest thing, I do a lot of the marketing and advertising. And so we've definitely seen a shift there, as you know, everyone has. All the online advertising, the social media. Um, and I actually have been really enjoying the fun part of that is doing, you know, professional photo shoots and getting to these just incredible images of, of Western wear and outdoors and at ranches. And, um, you know, it's so much more diverse, you know, than just, you know, radio or in print. And so there's just so many new ways to get the different product out there and to see it. And um, yeah, I, 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 there's so many different changes that have been happening. I think it's a really exciting time. Well, and you're leading right into my co-host's strong point. As I mentioned to you, she has the fashion sense, and I chat a little bit and babble on about the business side. But, Casey, jump here, <laughs> jump in right here, because this is where we're starting to get into yeah. your area of expertise. Oh, well, you always say that, but I think you give me more credit than I deserve. Um, but before I even get into that, I just have to say the, uh, the yellow signs that you guys have already talked about. Um, obviously I live in Colorado and so years and years ago we used to have a junior rodeo in Steamboat Springs and 
obviously I was very young, but I saw these yellow signs on the way to the rodeo, just one after another, after another, after another. And by the time we got there, I said, what is that? We need to go there. And uh, they just, my parents thought it I'm was I'm glad funny. they worked. <laughs> yes, they absolutely worked. And and so I've been coming to your store actually since I was young. And still to this Aww. day, we'll try to go to the rodeo during the summer pro rodeo series at least once um, because it is part of our circuit rodeo count. And so now I have a little girl that has been to your store and has also been uh, in front of the horse outside taking a picture. So I'm, I guess I'm one that falls into the category of long-time tradition with your um, store being in Steamboat Springs. Um, oh, I so, love it. Thank you so much for yeah. coming. Has she gotten a, sheriff, a sheriff's badge yet? She did, and she also bought a okay, hat good. in your store. <laughs> um, she is a shopper, and she loves Steamboat just as much as her mom did when I was little. So it's an easy well, place great. to love. I'm glad she's an official sheriff. That's what we need. Lots of little <laughs> sheriffs out there. Yes, we have saved it. It's actually in our jewelry box. So, <laughs> um, so anyways, when I do want to start talking about fashion and the marketing, the first thing that comes to my mind in doing like consumer research would be the extreme differences in temperature in your seasons. Because obviously you can get very cold and snowy in the winter and you have beautiful summers. Um, so you do have to carry very diverse product. And that would be one thing. I don't know, Mike, if we've talked to a store with just such diverse climates, maybe a couple, but I think that's mm. one thing I just want to talk to you about. Well, about certainly is a valid point. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a little challenging, you know, it gets cold uh, early here and then stays cold. And so it's often hard, you know, it's, it's already getting cold and can we get our winter stuff in a little sooner, you know, and then um, often then we start getting spring stuff in and it's still cold here. So it's sure. a little bit of a challenge to, you know, yes. keep those sweaters in all through the winter and um, those type of items, you know, coats, our scully jackets. Um, yeah. Some of that stuff we just keep, you know, year round, uh, but it's definitely a little more challenging here for sure. Yes. Um, when talking about consumer research, and I don't know, you mentioned that you do a lot of the marketing, but when you're you're picking products, you have a lot of different, you've got the rodeo people that come there, you have local ranchers that come there, but then you also have many tourists that come, especially during the summer. Um, uh, I, I know they come during the winter to ski, but you have many that come during the summer, they visit the rodeo. Do you take just tell me what your consumer research looks like. Yeah, well, it's definitely diverse. You you hit the nail on the head there. And um, 4th of July is actually one of our biggest days of the year. It's bigger than Christmas. Um, people love to come in and then go to the rodeo. And so you're right. We have um, a lot of local ranchers coming in. And then we also have people who want to take a piece of the West home with them. And there's a lot of that going on these days. I think it's I think it's so exciting for the whole industry to see how Western wear is taking off. You know, there's a article in the Wall Street Journal, I think a month or two ago on, you know, bring a little bit of Western into your, your outfit and telling, you know, yeah. people living in cities and in New York, you know, wear, wear a Western shirt with the Western yoke in the back and you know, <laughs> wear cowboy boots the next day and mix it in. So yeah. um, we have people who want just a touch of Western, which seems to be going more mainstream now, which I think is so exciting. Um, all the way down to the hardcore guy who's going to go out, you know, work on his ranch tomorrow. So, so yeah. Yeah, we have to keep kind of a wide range of different types of vitamin stock. But, I mean, aren't you just excited by how much we're seeing of Western, you know, 
Western wear little tidbits in in yeah in everyday clothing now these days. It's it's interesting, and, and this has been for years that I've been interested in fashion. But um, there there was a point where I just you know I was drawn to mainstream, and then it became where I like to mix the two, and it, it was always fascinating to me. I think a lot you know in Hollywood you do see a lot of movies and TV shows now, especially. Oh, yeah. Um, that has that touch of Western. And so it's interesting that um, the mainstream, even in New York, L.A., um, so many uh, fashion, you know, sectors have always had that touch of Western. So I would have to imagine that does help you with the tourists and the spectators. But even going back to when I was going to junior rodeos in Steamboat, I remember, you know, winning gift certificates to FM Light and Sons. And so <laughs> you, you, you guys have a long um, withstanding in just being committed to your community, committed to the events in your community, and anyone that crosses Steamboat, they know FM Light and Sons is there. Oh well, thanks. Uh, I'm glad you encountered that. Yeah, we we do like being involved in the community, and we we love kids. So we actually do with the rodeo. We sponsor the calf scramble and the ram scramble. Scramble. I don't mm-hmm. know if y'all know what that is, or they Absolutely. you know they send out the. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my favorite event to watch. Honestly, oh, I love those kids yeah, running so out there cute. in the mud. Um, but yeah, we I'm I'm proud to say that my my ancestors did a great job of being involved in this community and and starting lots of things. So we have those traditions way back as far as um around Steamboat, Carl Hallison is a big name and he started the jumps here and the skiing and um he went around with a bucket asking people to put change in it or to put money in it um, so he could build ski jumps. And, you know, FM was one of the first people to put money in the bucket. And so I continue my, um, our sponsorship of the Winter Sports Club today. And so from the skiing side, all the way, of course, to the rodeo, we love the rodeo, the fair, you know, 4-H, um, Jim Connor. It's such a blessing. It's such a blessing to be able to join in on those events as well. Yeah. And so your niche, you you talked about um, how exciting and fun it is for you to do the marketing and you mentioned photo shoots. I mean, I can't think of better scenery than Steamboat Springs to take photos of oh, um, all gorgeous. your products. Very, very fortunate. Where do you get your inspiration besides the beautiful scenery? Um, do you like, look at any mainstream ads or where do you find your inspiration? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess just in the clothes themselves and the yeah. beautiful clothes that all of our vendors are making. I, um, I, it's so fun to go and do photo shoots, have a couple models lined up in a gorgeous ranch. This last one we did, I just love the ranch that we had. Um, yes. and just to walk through the store and just see what everyone, you know, what we've got in and the latest things. It's, it's so exciting. Uh, I do, of course on Instagram, I follow lots of different stores and, um, photographers and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, honestly, though, I also just leave it to the photographer to take the amazing shots and my models to know how to pose. And, you know, there's a lot of people that make that, make that all come together. Sure. (laughs) What is your go-to social media platform that you find you use the most? So we're on Instagram and Facebook. I don't know that I have a a favorite really. (laughs) It's, It's just interesting because I used to be, Mike and I both were heavily involved with social media marketing and it's really evolved since he and I had started in it. And it just seems like it's really pointed more towards Instagram where it was originally Facebook. And so I was just thought I would get your, um, get your intake on that. 
you are so far ahead of me. I mean, I am a dinosaur in this area. Um, <laughs> I actually have someone that works with me on our social media. Thank goodness, my cousin Tiffany. Um, nice. And so, yeah, we I have some help, and I um, we're excited about our Instagram and Facebook page. It's it took me a while to sort of get on that bandwagon. Um, we do have a website that coming up, right? So right now, our website has been sitting untouched for a, a, quite a few years, I think. But we're hoping that this spring, if we can, you know, find all the people we need to bring bring them together and make this happen, um, we should be launching our online sales by by this spring. Um, so we're really excited about that as well. As That's far as great. Online. Well, I hope to be back in Steamboat this summer. Mike, have you have you been to Steamboat or FM Light and Sons? I have not been there. I think now it's got to be on my places to go list. I kind of stick down here in Southern Colorado, uh, where there's not as much snow. And since <laughs> I don't ski, I don't have a a reason to go up there. But what I was going to check on, uh, since we have a chance to chat with you, I always ask people this. What do you see for the future? What will be, what do you think will change even if gradually, if we had this same conversation five years from now? Sure. Um, I think all the online stuff is still really changing just every, the way everyone interacts in the world. And so uh, it's interesting in the last five years, we've had a number of reality TV shows that are coming in and filming. Um, they come and they, you know, set up um, some, Hollywood A-listers children come to a ranch and then they come and get outfitted at the store or we had the Real Housewives of Atlanta came in. Um, So there's a lot. So the world gets smaller and people therefore can reach. It's not as far of a reach to reach some of these interesting places they're not aware of. They weren't aware of previously like Steamboat Springs. And um, so it's interesting to see a small little store like us, you know, get, get these now these reality TV shows are filming in your store. So I think it's just, people are more and more interested in these little pieces of America that they haven't been to before. They haven't heard about before. And I just think that that's going to continue. Um, and like Casey was saying that with TV shows and whatnot heading that direction, there's been a lot of the West in movies and TV shows and all that kind of thing lately. So I just think it's going to keep on a trajectory here for a while and there's going to keep being more interest. So I'm excited about all of that um, because I love Western wear and I think we'll just keep seeing more of it here for a while, which I think we could all agree is a good thing. Oh, we all agree. That's a good thing. <laughs> well, listen, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, it's a fascinating story. The town is a fascinating place. The market is fascinating. <clears throat> As I read through, I continued to be you really impressed with how far ahead of uh, his time marketing that uh, uh, FM was with taking trucks out to do in-home shopping and all the other types of things today we take for granted. In fact, today, sometimes we actually have no choice, depending on how the world uh, opens up or shuts down. But it was a, it was really an enjoyable conversation. We're glad to know that you uh, and your husband are frequent visitors at the Wessa Show. And it's been our pleasure to have you on Wisdom by Wessa. Well, I appreciate it, Mike. You ought to make it up here and come in the store sometime. Oh, believe me, someday I will. No <laughs> doubt about it. And now, Maybe I'll follow Kingsley and, gonna... and Kingsley up for the rodeo. <laughs> Steamboat is an amazing town. Your store, FM Light and Sons, is an amazing town. And you guys... Your family's left such a long-lasting legacy and tradition. It's it's uh, really unique and really great to talk to you today. 
Well, thank you. We really appreciate that. And we appreciate the tradition of WESA and that this is their 100-year anniversary. Um, correct? Mm-hmm. So I just want to, yes, congratulations to you all on that as well. That's exciting. Thank you. We appreciate everything that WESA does. Well, great. And we appreciate what great retailers do uh, on behalf of the Western industry. And uh, clearly, Frank, way back when, 115 years ago, probably didn't understand the impact that he would have uh, on the industry and the impact he would have on Steamboat. But clearly, under your direction and your husband's direction, that's going to continue for a long, long, long time. And every year you will update those yellow signs. Yeah, we keep painting them. I just went out two weeks ago. So hopefully we keep my, I think my ancestors did a great job and I hope I can just keep up and keep painting. If any of you all want to come help me paint those signs, we could use help. There's a lot of them. (laughs) There is a lot. You let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Lindsay. Show notes and links from today's show can be found at the website wisdombywessa.com. And we'd love to hear your feedback. There is a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Wisa, where the industry meets.